Thanks for staying with us on Money FM 89.3. And today I'm joined by Elna Tan. She is the kombucha queen over here in Singapore. Elna, welcome to Money FM. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me at your program. Yeah, always a pleasure. And you know, I had a lot of fun when you hosted me tasting kombucha last week. And it was an incredible experience and also, you know, opened my mind because I didn't know that there were so many different types of kombucha that one person could brew. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about your journey before kombucha. What were you doing before COVID? Right. I was um, a full-time events planner, and that's been something that I've been doing for the past 20 years. You know, as part of, uh, for my own personal hobby, is, is really in uh, F&B, and I enjoy hosting a lot at home. I enjoy also baking, cooking, making charcuterie like that riad and gifting them or bringing for my meetings. And during Christmas and festive seasons, I would always bake and make my own hamper. Kompucha was something that came into the list of what I would bake or cook or make at home and send out as gifts uh, since 2019, somewhere mid-year then, which is just a year, slightly more than a year ago. And the progression of your kombucha journey to becoming the queen is remarkable. What were some of the initial challenges that you faced You know, when you started brewing? Actually, there wasn't that much challenge in terms of brewing when I started as well because it's really very much my interest in picking up something new that I would make at home and in this case is to brew a fermented tea. And it was during Circuit Breaker when in my industry, we were the first to be asked to, you know, follow through with the social distancing measures, even the Circuit Breaker. And so then I couldn't do anything much at the real work, but to stay home. And this was when I had time to you know, do a little bit of other stuff that I would have done a little bit lesser or was out at work. So uh, that was the time that I started to brew a bit more. And also because of the nature of COVID, I think everyone was very concerned about building their immunity. And kombucha is one beverage that you can take, one of the beverage and food that you can take to clean your gut is good for gut cleansing. And that it would, of course, overall improve your entire immunity and well-being. And then I started brewing and, you know, gifting food has always been something I've been doing all this while. My doors are always open. People will come. My friends will come. I'll, I'll send food to my neighbors and, and everyone. So we were just gifting this. And then later on, friends took my kombucha. They give to other friends. And then people who I don't know started asking about them. And they tasted and they said that, you know, it doesn't really quite taste like what you find out there. And then I started to brew more. Fermentation is time is of essence when we do kombucha. Well, COVID kind of just helped it because you just do you can at home because that's what you're confined to doing. Yeah, that's how it grew from one vessel to another vessel. You know, from my work as an events planner, I carry and I shoulder a little bit of occupation hazard that comes off from it as well. And having that OCD trait is one of them. So I like to document things. I like to be able to, you know, 
analyze and come to a conclusion of what went well, what could have been done better, and you know what we can, what we could look into to improve what we're currently having. And so I kind of document my brews, and then I analyze them, and then I share them with friends, and then they gave me their feedback, and I just. You know, and I think a lot of it、uh, comes with,、um, yeah, wisdom of God on on what to do. And I happen to have a little garden patch out there as well at my home, so I really could put what I was growing my gardens as well into my bottles. So that was pretty fun and interesting. So it is really spending that time that、um, I couldn't do real work into brewing. You know, you started brewing with. Very simple teas. Initially, you were telling me when I visited you for the tasting, and then you worked your way onto some finer teas. But another interesting aspect is, like you were mentioning, a lot of the ingredients that you find in your kombucha come from your back garden. So, what's been the response to your kombucha? Well, it is really only a very small patch of garden. So the things I can grow and to add in are really the botanicals, the savory aspect of the flavors when we infuse in the second fermentation. In terms of fruits, about the only one at this moment that I could really put in there and it's still not enough is coming from my lemon tree, and that has been my pride and the pride of the neighborhood as well. You know, it gets photographed a lot by people who walk by my place. So I grow a. A lot of the herbs that I would include into my brew, and while I'm so busy, like in the back in the kitchen brewing, somehow I've been so blessed that some of these herbs just keep growing on their own without much tending that I need to and time that I need to give to them. Example: lemon basil and Indian barrage. There are some of those that they are growing wildly. Butterfly peas as well, and I think that's just something really nice that something that I couldn't do before COVID, whereby I actually have time. To do the things in the garden myself, and I could be plucking flowers the first thing I wake up in the morning, and then I gather the herbs and I use them in my brew, and so they are truly organic in that sense. Though when it comes to the fruits that goes into the second fermentation, I still get them from a good source from the market actually, and what's seasonal. And for the tea leaves, I've gone to use premium. Tea leaves and everyone starts with tea bags. And you came to my brew room and you saw them in my brew diary. So I had lots of tea bags, the the tags, the tea bag tags that I still keep them, and I record down. And over time, when I had a chance to meet up with another friend who owns a tea company, he gave me some of his tea to try as well. And I added them into my brew. And somehow I become very conscious of the quality of the tea. Even before you firm them, I realized that a cup of tea must first taste good, and the astringency cannot be very pronounced before you ferment it. Otherwise, that carries through to the end product as well. So there were times that you know, in finding the right tea to use, I will buy probably three to four different brands of the same type of tea. For example, green tea. I would have bought OSKL, various different brands, including the one that my friend is carrying, and then. And I will brew a cup of tea. I'll taste them at the same before I decide whether to which tea to continue to use in the fermentation. We're in conversation with Elna Tan. She is the kombucha queen here in Singapore. Now, now, Elna, with your tasting sessions, how can people find out more about what you're doing and you know get in touch and try your kombucha? Somehow, why I got into doing this tasting session is again those little things that、uh, carries off from my 
actual occupation being an events planner. I do miss doing a lot of that and there's planning an event and you know paying attention to the whims and fancy of the guests that comes to my event. Yeah, the events that I do are on a small scale but they're very personalized and that happens to be how it works in my brew as well. So once upon a time I maybe only do a blend of tea of black tea with green tea and then I kind of thought, how would it be if I brew a few other different type of tea? And those kind of grew as a collection that I have. So now you see them on my kombucha. I've got vessels of uh, different tea blends. And few people or that, well, I've not known of anyone actually, or even any commercial brands that carries many number of um the first fermentation that you can try across at a go at this moment. And I do it in small batches and I consistently will have. So for new brewers, new home brewers, if you like to know how, you know, the first fermentation tastes like with t- different tea blends, then, you know, I have seven distinctively different ones of which three are caffeine-free that you can do a horizontal tasting at one go. And that's a good way for you to differentiate how each different tea types will you know, turn out with different reasons after the fermentation. Some of them do carry on its original tea taste and some are transformed. For example, for oolong, it blossomed into something else, but very beautiful and very easy base for me to, to use for second fermentation as well. At this tasting session, you get really a taste across at one go and that you can compare them side by side and then you can go back to them to taste them again. So I think that's the fun part about it, that people do wine tasting and then here we get to do culture tasting. And then my tasting session as well, other than tasting the first fermentation of the kombucha, I also offer tasting of the second fermentation whereby they are infused with different fruits, botanicals that I, I put in them. So this session lasts for 45 minutes and it's a great way for someone who are new to, who's new to kombucha, for you to get acquainted with kombucha, uh, whether you're brewing on your own and you try and figure out what may work better or you know or that you just like drinking it and you're not then it's also a great way for you to really discover what you may not even have tried if you have not given a chance to taste it because I've offered like um, this kombucha from Sang Sao Chong Tea to you and to quite many other people they generally don't order that and they don't ask me for it but once they taste it a lot of them say yeah that's that's something that's really amazing in terms of flavor layering whether it's as first fermentation or as a second fermentation later on like some of the herbs that i have growing abundantly in my garden um the lemon basil as well as the indian bird and i kind of decided that Hey, I look at them. There must be a reason why you're growing so abundantly. Let me try and, you know, put you into my bottles and see how that goes. Sometimes for people, I say, would you want to try this? They'll say, no. They may tell me no. You know, they're just being polite. They say, oh, I'll go with what I usually would have. But my tasting session, you kind of, you know, I kind of curate what you get to taste. And I always let that finish last. And then when you try it, then that's like, it's really like a, palette awakening to come to realize that what they they would never think that they would like would be something that is 
thing and that they will want to have some of it. Now, Elena, before I let you go, are there any plans to expand your business? When will we possibly see your kombucha in the supermarkets around Singapore? Actually, I've um, from the start when after, you know, it passed through the stage just being gifts to my friend when it became a side hustle for me. I already got approached by quite a few people to commercialize what I'm doing. But truly, this is a passion project and it's something that I'm doing because I have the time during COVID to do so and I'm enjoying it. So I don't see at this point in time that I'll carry on to a commercial level, but I'm going to keep sharing my kombucha through tasting sessions and also brew sessions. So other than the tasting session for some of um, the people who want to learn how to brew, then I do offer a brew session where they can come and learn from me and see how I do it. In fact, actually, I have people who have already started brewing on their own, but they can't figure things out on their own. Like, they always wonder how come kombucha tastes as good as how, you know, like my own taste. Then they will actually join the brew session and brew with me because then that's the opportunity where I spend about two and a half hours with them. They do ask me all kinds of questions and I share with them what I've learned um, intensively from brewing and spending most of my time brewing. What a great story. Elna Tan, she is the kombucha queen over here in Singapore. Thank you so much, Elna, for your time. And yeah, look forward to seeing some of your kombucha in the supermarkets around here. And uh, yeah, look forward to hearing where this passion project takes you. Thanks, Adrian.